Robots Radio presents... Rated M for Mature. Jamie. What? Just leave it. It looks great. No, I can't not. I'm getting sweaty now. <laughs> Fucking chill. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the DL oh, Weekly Thanks. Gaming News. Uh, I was going to make it start. He was too funny. Brenna's bitching about her hair. It's literally defying gravity at this point. Looks good. Okay. Looks good. I am Jameson. And I am Brenna. And uh, welcome back to a, another week, another Patch Notes episode, f- Patch Notes 15. We don't do episodes here. Patch Mm-mm. Notes. Jamie thinks he's cool. I am cool. Um, a few announcements before we get started. We have our AMA coming up. This is the last week to ask us questions. We will be recording it at the end of this week. So get your questions in. Uh, there also might be a slight delay in episodes next week too, because Brenna's out of town on a grad school trip this weekend. So we will work all that out. Yeah. Uh, you can leave us questions though on our social media, Discord, and or Patreon. And welcome our latest Patreon subscriber, Miller, who is now a member of the Flock, and will be getting exclusive merchandise. Uh, as we work to partner with GetRec Labs. So thank you, Miller, for your contribution and for getting me off my ass to get better merch. Hey. Uh, our Discord is open and available for anyone who wants to join to keep up with news about us. Uh, you just have to DM us on social media for an invite with your Discord name, because otherwise I don't know who to send it to. And... Uh, stay till the end of the episode. What's happening? Gaming, more shout outs, reviews, other bullshit. <clears throat> Brenna. Yes. Read. I had to close because my internet was going bad. <sighs> okay, fine. PlayStation joins forces with the UN to combat climate change. Yay. It's uh, definitely not a bad thing. I just don't know how they're how they're like making things more sustainable you know it's, i don't know maybe they'll do i don't so far <laughs> the only thing the only thing i could see them doing is reduce uh power consumption which is what it says on here that and they could push for more of like a um a more online store so that way like plastic and things like that or whatever materials being used to like create actual copies of games i mean games or most game sales now are or digital it's well over 60 percent of sales are digital so uh on some platforms it's 80 percent. obviously pc it's extremely high because games digital. yeah there's a lot of companies that don't even waste time i mean it's probably not a health or a environmental thing they probably just don't want to spend the money yeah but some people like to collect the boxes they like to have the the physical copies it shooketh me when i couldn't buy any sims anymore like in person <laughs> Maybe we just make all game cases uh, steel books instead. Ooh, that would be cool. I have an itchy ear right now. I can tell because I keep glancing over at you and you're a hot mm. mess right now. Striving me nuts. Uh, Borderlands 3 has sold 5 million units. Uh, however, we do not know how they have sold those units, whether it's PC or console. Uh, but they are pushing it as it's pc sales i don't the game was broken when it was launched and i'm upset about it yeah they need to fix their bugs but overall it is a good game uh i just i really just want to wait until the first month and i can see how many uh i can see what the breakdown of copies is because i'm pretty sure it's not gonna have sold on epic games as well as people think or as well as they say like they're saying here uh it broke pre-order records with epic game store (laughs) it's the only game people have been able to ever pre-order through epic games so go fuck off (laughs) there's literally been no other game that you could pre-order through epic uh such a low bar (laughs) 
and initial sales have exceeded their expectations. Okay, that's that's fine. Uh, and they say PC sales through Epic Game Store have been incredibly strong. I love well, vague yeah, because it's through fucking Epic, and that's where you buy it. I love vague terminology, though. Why don't you tell me how many people have bought in it? Give me the numbers. What do they mean, Mason? Uh, and then speaking of Epic, we have an update to uh, last week's uh, discussion where we were talking about control. And so it was actually uh, not 9.4 million euros. Uh, it was all... It was it was not just exclusivity; it was also an advance on future sales revenue, which is part is how they do their exclusivity deals. So I, that's kind of, uh, out of the bout. But I think it was ten point five. Yeah, an absurd amount. I mean, at that point, it's just absurd. It is absurd because I'm pretty sure Control has not made ten point five million on that big game store. So, and they won't. I don't. Again, another game I'm very curious to see what the numbers will be after it's been out for a month and we can get our hands on those. Hopefully we can. Oh, yeah. They post it. It'll be public. Uh, But what's also been made public is uh, the Fallout 6 collectible helmet has a dangerous mold in it. And it is giving people a sickness. Sickness. I'm not quick enough to like come up with a quippy joke to about sickness within you, but it, it's there for some of you. I'm disturbed that you're not hey. down with the sickness. Hey, there it is. See, this is the kind of content people come here before. I can't cheesy. be. I can't be the one carrying the show. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, that long silence is Brenna's disappointed look. Yeah, it is. And I, I sassily sipped on some tea. And I tea, nearly... Shut the fuck. That's tea. Irish tea. Yeah. Uh, Scotch tea. Wait. Yeah, Scottish tea. <laughs> uh, And yeah, I nearly choked on it. So that was good. Bet you did. Um, hey. <laughs> So the fabric inserts inside of the helmet uh, apparently got mold on them during production. And so wearing the helmet can pose a risk of respiratory and other infections, which can compromise your immune system and damage your lungs. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they cost like a... 150 bucks. I was going to say it. Take my fucking line from me, but okay. You aren't fast enough. You're just off your game tonight. I'm not off my damn game. They sold uh, 20,000 units. Oh, there's 20,000? Jesus, that's a lot. No, <laughs> sorry. They produced 20,000 units. Oh. Uh, of that, only 32 were sold. Uh, well, maybe because they made a Fallout 76. It looks like it was the... It was the I can't tell which... There's two types of helmets. There's the Nuka-Cola version, which is red and yellow. And then there's the plain version, which is just uh, gray. gray. And it doesn't say which helmet was the effective. I'm all of them because it's just foam inserts. So they're, they're not specific to any type. Uh, it just says that out of the... Yeah, it just says that out of the 20,000 Nuka-Cola versions of the helmet were manufactured, only 32 of those have been sold. So people do not like the Nuka Cola version. Uh, people don't like seventy six. I don't. People don't like Fallout seventy six. It's also a GameStop exclusive, so that might be why too. They haven't sold many copies. Yee. Yeah. So. GameStop did not need that. Nope. Nope. Uh, Colonel Sanders dating sim. Brenner, oh. are you ready to play? I'm actually kind of stoked to play. Like, I, I want to play really bad. It looks, it looks fantastic, but it also is. Can you please? So Jamie needs to read the article. There's a section on it. Um, and if you if you want to look at the screenshots for it, 
Some of them are pretty glorious. Uh, Colonel Sanders is looking uh, extra fine throughout the entire thing. So after uh, after reading this uh, this review, the review of this game is from PC Gamer and is titled "I Got Sweaty with the Colonel in a KFC Dating Sim and Died Several Times." And so my favorite line of it is, "I did not lamentably get to shag the Colonel. I sweated next to him, got knocked out by his horse, failed to smooch." And at graduation, all our relationship amounted to was a coupon to a restaurant that didn't yet exist. Thanks, Colonel. I debased myself and I didn't even get to make out with anyone. So hopefully I have more luck. You guys can see it on me, but that's going to be fun to play through. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And your internet starting to strike. Yep. I noticed. Um... In Battlefront 2, the clone commandos have arrived, arguably one of people's uh, favorite uh, Star Wars games from 2005 because it gave you more of a tactical approach to Star Wars, bringing in some hints of Rainbow Six for a grittier experience. And so with their new update, they added uh, Felucia as a map and the clone commandos as a... uh, bonus like trooper hero option and they look pretty sweet apparently they are uh pretty damn strong if you're playing at them. fuck up those battle droids medal of honor is releasing or not medal of honor respawn entertainment is releasing a medal of honor vr game uh for world war ii and it looks pretty sweet did you Take a look at it, Brenda. No, I actually didn't look at it. Describe it to me as if I haven't seen it because I haven't. It's it's basically what what you would want from like a first person. Honestly, it actually more looks like if I was playing a game at like an arcade, like think like playing like Time Crisis or something, but it's VR. It, okay, it, I'm. Oh my god, <gasps> they need to make a VR Time Crisis. That would be super cool. It, oh my god. It's got a very arcadey look. Uh but it's World War II and it's VR, so it's pretty I have to say it's pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie, now all I can think about is Time Crisis VR. Make it happen, Brenna. Make it happen. Uh, Time Crisis 4, best one. Uh there's a new map coming to Apex Legends along with their new uh hero. And it looks like this new map is it's called World's Edge, and it looks like it will have some bits and pieces of uh, King's Canyon, but along with uh, bits and pieces of some popular maps from Titanfall. Looks pretty cool, and they're yeah. debuting their new operator, Crypto, who is shockingly a hacker. Super creative in that naming. Oh, yeah. And they have some new skins coming in, so um, they have one for Lifeline. I have promptly called Lava Bitch. And then they have another one for... Who's the robotic guy again? Pathfinder. Pathfinder. They have another one for Pathfinder. He's like neon green, which is super cool. But I like Lava Bitch more. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we talked about before that the Steam library got a update where you can get like... You know, they're, they're trying to update, you know, the UI of the Steam library. Well, apparently... Apparently... You can get animated game icons on the library have you have they're you looked at them cool. yeah they're super cool it's almost like gif like a gif for your um or like if you have moving wallpapers it looks like a moving wallpaper yep and it's it's super cool it is really cool and it, i wonder how that affects um like running it though if it kind of slows down a computer probably a little bit especially if you have like you know 30 games up on your page but uh it looks I have to say it looks super cool and it was a super smart decision by them to allow you to set custom artwork for your games so I could go and find like you know Is it in the workshop? Mm. Nope. It's uh through Restera is where people are finding these current ones. And there's a pretty strong collection out there. Reddit's got some as well too. Can you like stop? Oh, goodness. Uh, I think the best one is the the Metal Gear Phantom Pain, because that's the loading screen. Can you sit in your chair, please? I am in my chair. No, you're not. 
I see you standing out. You're holding yourself up out of your chair. You want to talk shit? You want to go, bitch? I'll throw down. Let's throw. Let's meet. Throw down. Like two, like two fifty, two fifty, because it's like almost five hundred miles between us, and we'll throw down in the middle of the desert. <laughs> just pull over on the side of the freeway and just fucking run out of the car. Just throw with some rock'em sock'ems. <laughs> just fucking go for it. <laughs> People would be like driving by, like, what the fuck? fuck is. Did I just see that? Oh, man. Uh, Sipping on some, I don't know what. I have to talk a lot because you don't have your shit pulled up, so I have to read everything. It's okay. You like to hear yourself speak anyway. So does everyone else. Oh, shut down. Logitech has bought the streaming service Streamlabs for $89 million. Streamlabs is a free service, doesn't cost any money to use. It's a newer, better version of OBS, uh, and it's considered to be the most popular and commonly used uh, streaming application by Twitch and YouTube streamers. Yeah, I would, I'm all for new streaming platforms, to be honest. I did try it out uh, on Saturday when I was playing some Ghost Recon, and I liked it a lot. I could not get it to work yet for our podcast. I was running into some issues getting the audio tracks to separate, depending on the different uh, inputs and outputs. But for the most part, I think it will be much better than OBS. So I'm excited to figure out how to use that. OBS is... It's, oh God, it's so frustrating. It's just the fact that um, everything's like hidden within a button and none of them make any sense. So, yeah, it's definitely how I feel whenever I work with any Adobe program. I want to blow my brains out. There's just so many things. Mm -hmm. And how do you think I feel editing every single one of our episodes in Adobe? Guess what? Okay, you already figured it out. It's super easy now and you don't even want depth in it. So, shush. It was a lot of pain and suffering to get to this point, though. You you remember. Yeah, I was still there. That's true. That's true. Before the dark downplay times. Downplay me, bitch. I will downplay you. Uh, anytime okay, I want. Okay, the patriarchy likes to do that. I do. We do. <laughs> For the empire. For the empire. <laughs> 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 uh... They've also recently acquired Blue Microphones, which is my mic that I'm using, uh, and they acquired someone else. They're just, they're buying up lots of people, so. Oh, that sounded vaguely racist. <laughs> Smirks. Mm. Uh, so it will still remain free to use, but uh, they're just looking to improve it and continue its development. Uh, Homeworld 3 had a crowdfunding campaign with a target goal of just one dollar uh the purpose of their goal was to obviously give people the opportunity to pre-purchase the game and help development but the main goal was to get people to fill out a questionnaire about what they would like to see in the game uh content wise and help guide development well they have exceeded their one dollar goal by nine hundred and ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars he got there. Almost a million dollars. Over a million dollars. Is it over a million? Over a million. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Over Still a million. Insane. I couldn't. Yeah. It's I just as they wanted a dollar and they wanted people to fill things out. That's what happens when you don't hoe yourself out. Homeworld 3 or the Homeworld franchise has a huge following. The original Homeworld game is considered to be one of the uh, pinnacle RTS games ever made. And for those of you that don't know, Homeworld is a space-based real-time strategy where you control a fleet of naval vessels or spaceships uh, against enemies. And it's a ton of fun. There's great mods out there for... <laughs> what are you doing? You know you can drink on camera, right? I am... It's tea. Scottish tea. Scottish tea. Whiskey. There it is. You're all empty now. I know, and I can't leave. You should have brought the bottle with you. Oh. You gotta think. You mean my tea bags? Think ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Your Scottish tea bags. Oh, no. <laughs> no. So that's what's under a kilt. 
Um, Put that shit back. So it's a really fun franchise. They have a lot of great mods that can make it Mass Effect, Star Wars, uh, Star Trek. What's the other one? It starts with a B. Battlestar. I was going to say Battlestar. Battlestar, Mass Effect. All sorts of cool stuff. So, uh, but the game doesn't come out until 2022. So, little. Oh, that's such a long time away. Little bit of a wait. Yeah. Uh, But if you want, they have their remastered games on Steam. Highly recommend. Oof. Brenna. Yeah. What's up? Getting tired of talking here. I know. I'm feeling it too. So, uh, Frogware Studio loses their rights to their new games. Oh my god, he's losing it because I'm speaking. Because he's allowing me. Massive. Uh, I actually don't even know what games they own. They're all indie games. Or I love democracy. I hate that new meme around. It's so stupid. Can you stop sipping? Because I actually don't know what games these are. If you read the games, it tells you what games they are. I'm going to kick your ass. If I open anything on my computer, my Wi-Fi will tank down. What about your phone? So It's what I'm doing now, hmm. unfortunately. But now it's going to be a dead silence, and I have to make it up by talking about bullshit. Because Jamie won't help me here. Of course, he leaves me on the one thing I do not fucking know. I thought you don't want help from the patriarchy. I thought I was doing you a favor. Can't have it both yeah. ways, Brenna. The double no, standard. Bro. No, bro. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, so Frogware's game has recently lost the rights to sell their games. They make games such as Sinking City, which it recently came out and is very popular. And they make a lot of the random Sherlock Holmes games that you see on Steam, Sony, and Microsoft. However, they are a their publisher is Focus Home Entertainment, which is a huge publisher, but somehow like didn't like give them control of their titles, and so Focus failed to like remove update uh, like their policies and whatnot. So now all their games have been removed from said stores and are unpurchasable for the time being. So they're trying to figure out how they can. Uh, get their games back under their studio, which is a very sad thing. Yeah, I just don't understand how some that can happen. I mean, oh, either. you have a legal team, everything kind of goes through, you pay them for that reason. Well, and, focus and it's is kind a, of like a big point though, right? Like and, that's some shit you need to make sure, like if I'm at a new job and my direct deposit isn't set up, like I'm kind of fucked and I want to make sure that that works. And Focus is a pretty large studio too, so I'm kind of surprised. So something must be, something shifty must be happening in the behind the scenes. What are you doing? I'm having so many issues tonight. It's not. It's a rough night. Right. It's not a good day for the goose. Write this day off. The goose is, yeah. goose is not feeling very loose tonight. The goose is tired, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, we also got on Friday, which was like Triple Force Friday or something like that. Or it was something weird. So every year, uh, well, the last couple years anyway, uh, Disney has a day where they release all the new toys for all the Star Wars stuff. And so this year they had three things that they're releasing it for rise of skywalker the mandalorian and star wars jedi fallen order we also got a new trailer for jedi fallen order and there are more there are more sith that will be coming for us we got to see some boss fights which was uh super cool uh alien and humanoid lightsaber types uh we got to see some planet travel we got to see some environments some cool cutscenes. So it's uh it's shaping up to be a very good game. Very good. We'll game. see. Hopefully, Jamie's a big um, Star Wars nerd. So. Oh yes, I will be. This will be a day one purchase for me probably, uh, even though I have to do it through Origin, and I will most definitely be posting gameplay or streaming it or both. Yeah, let us know if you want Jamie to stream it. Then we'll make him. <laughs> I kind of like streaming because then I don't have to edit anything. And when it's done, yeah. it's just posted. You just 
done and it's in. Easy enough. Uh, Death Stranding has gone gold. Gold. So a month Kotaku. ahead of their release. Yeah, Kotaku finished it, and that was pretty cool. Kojima. Kojima. Why did I say Kotaku? No idea. Either way, Kojima finished it. Let everything out. It's gold. Who is surprised? No one. No one. Uh, I am definitely surprised and disturbed uh, by this. So the BB. The baby in the bottle that's strapped to your chest. Uh, PlayStation will have the exclusive feature because it's an exclusive game for the moment uh, where you can hear BB's voice through your controller. That's fucking awesome. Making baby noises at you. Oh, that's so awesome and it's terrifying and it creepy. Creeps, creeps me out. I'm not not a fan. That's a hard. I'm a fan. That's a hard note for me. Oh, that's a hard yes. That didn't sound right. I, it's cool. It adds another layer. I like when when I have sound effects and like my dual shock, it like kind of messes with me. It messes with the senses, stuff like that. I like I mean it's terrifying when you do things like, you know, uh, Resident Evil. Like that's that sucks. But um it adds another layer to the game that I kinda like. Yeah. I'm no, I don't need it. Jamie's okay. He doesn't want it. Pass. Why a controller needs a speaker to begin with is a whole nother question. How that you know was... <laughs> Holy cow. I just shot out a ton of ice cubes. If you Okay, you guys need to go to the YouTube so you can, wa- you can watch me shoot out a ton of ice cubes. There was ice. There was spit. There was... Oh... It's on camera just for you guys. Wow. It's a good thing um, I'm like five weeks behind on post <laughs> podcast episodes to YouTube. Oh, yeah. Are you really? Yeah. I haven't Jesus post- Christ, Jamie. I haven't posted them since uh, right after you first moved. That is... Okay, either way. DualShock, um, it, it's it's actually awesome having that kind of embedded in there. It. It's it's nice. It's like a third party. You know, not everyone wears headphones. So when it comes out of your, you know what I mean. You can hear outside of your headphones. Not mm-hmm. used to that. I know, gamer. I game often without my headphones. I'll have you know. And digressing, it takes a lot to do those videos. It takes two hours for it to do. It takes me at least thirty no. minutes to edit the it, video. Then it takes. How does it take you thirty minutes to edit? I have to crop and fix things. I have to re-put in the adjusted audio that we posted on the episode. I have to add title screens, exit screens. Then it takes two hours to render that. Then it takes two and a half hours to upload to YouTube. Get a better PC. It's not PC. It's internet based. The rendering is PC based. I'll give you that. I need more RAM better video card the ultimate goal would be to have a streaming and uploading computer and then a gaming computer what bitch i'm chewing on ice we can all hear that yes treyarch has announced that Black Ops 4, uh, which they said would be the most supported game and played for years, uh, they have announced that this will be their f- Dark Divide will be their final operation and they will no longer be supporting the game. I don't really care. I know people are upset about it and that they promised that they would do it for longer, but I mean, with the new game coming out and how bad uh, Black Ops 4 has been received in general, I mean, it kind of makes sense that they would do something like that. Yeah, and it runs like a piece of shit, so... I don't know why you would add more shit to it so it can break even more. And I just... I love reading the posts where people do nothing but complain about how terrible Call of Duty is and how terrible it's been for years. And then there's just the one guy right below them is like, then stop buying their games. No, that's too logical. And then everyone else is like, but Modern Warfare is going to be different. I actually honestly think Modern Warfare will be. I am lividly pissed. So 
The new loot box system has come out. We're right? not there yet, Brenna. I don't care. I want to talk about it. it We're going to talk mad. about the indie games for dyslexic players. Why the fuck is the Call of Duty's not grouped together? Because one of them was quick. I don't know. That was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Brenna, tell us about Overland because you're dyslexic and you can't read. I can read. I can do things. No, they have a, a new overlay that it kind of helps the text for people that are dyslexic, which is more um, how I made it to grad school. I have no fucking idea. Uh, but I mean, that's kind of nice. You know, people with disabilities, we went over a while ago about Xbox controllers and how they kind of were helping people that were physically disabled or maybe had some like neurological problems. So it's kind of cool to see it trickle into different forms of, you know, expanding our community and allowing people to play that possibly wouldn't be able to before. The main thing is that several of these Indian uh, indie games are starting to include this open dyslexic uh, font, which just uh, it doesn't have those weird little, you know, things. So it makes it very easy uh, for a dyslexic gamer to read. Very cool. Very inclusive. This past week was uh, PlayStation State of Play, and it was pretty boring. Pretty yeah, I mean, they're supposed boring. to be coming out like every couple. There was literally just nothing at this. We got to see another Call of Duty well, trailer, which yeah, no, is isn't okay. Isn't the whole thing of State of Play that it goes on every couple months? And it keeps you updated on what is going on with PlayStation, but obviously shit, I mean, it, it's developing takes longer than a few months so i don't know why it doesn't need to they happen. decided to do this and then opt out of going to e3 it doesn't need to happen every quarter it's definitely maybe a once or a twice a year thing um but they decided not to and to do this instead of participating and now ruining the holiness that is e3 the only notable announcement from that was the last of us 2 uh trailer they didn't even talk about death stranding either which further goes to show that death stranding is no longer a playstation exclusive because they didn't talk about it we'll see let's hope who knows so segueing into that last of us 2 brenna i've never played the last of us franchise it's good tell us about Um, it so it's you, uh, you play, and your son and daughter, son and daughter, Jesus, dad and daughter sort of duo in The Last of Us, uh, and then you kind of try to make your way through the city, uh, going through buildings and things like that, and crafting your weapons, picking up things. So it's like a crafting sort of survival game. It's a ton of fun. It pulls out the heartstrings. Uh, it's a good playthrough if if you want something that'll that'll pull you in and. Though it seems like every building, like you're going to encounter zombies and things like that, but it always feels a little bit different. So you don't really get bored with it, which is great because a lot of the times like the levels kind of get repetitive and things like that. But in this game, it doesn't really tend to happen. And obviously the crafting system kind of keeps you on your toes. And so, you know, you really have to be careful in some of these areas. It will punish you. So it helps a lot it's not one of those things you kind of just breeze through yeah as you mentioned it is a post-apocalyptic game set in a zombie zombie apocalypse and so we got to see the trailer for the new one and i don't know a lot of what's happening because i haven't played them oh everyone lost their shit there's see you can't spoil anything but it's really good and there's people in there that you didn't think were going to be in there and then people I mean, I watched. I watched the trailer. You watched people's reactions to the trailer. I also watched, which are much better than the trailer. It's watching them simultaneous is amazing. Yeah, Uh, one of our friends, Patches Play Games, was featured in those reactions. She had a very emotional reaction as she watched the trailer at work. It's dedication right there. It was adorable. (laughs) Uh, So the game will be coming out February twenty first, twenty twenty. Yeah. Joel's back. Fuck all of you. He I don't ruined know if that's a, it. I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. It is a fucking spoiler. Alright, whatever. Move on. Is it, what's I'm no, I'm Just not gonna move ask on, questions. sir. Yeah, don't ask. Uh but one thing, we did post about this on social media earlier this week. 
we realize that now with a firm release date that most likely next year at the uh, Game Awards, Cyberpunk and Last of Us 2 will be competing for Game of the Year and Best uh, Single Player Game. I think yeah, too. They'll be probably. they'll be competing for notable numerous oh, awards. Best soundtrack, soundtrack. best uh acting, voice acting, yeah. uh um, best graphics. They might like, be, yeah, definitely graphics. They might even be going for like uh best storyline and things like that. So we're at a at a debate and we've kind of extended this to you guys as well. Who do you think's gonna win and why, sort of a thing? And I think we both agree cyberpunk is going to win though jamie wants last of us to win Am I correct? no i want cyberpunk to win but i think uh, last of us will win i so, don't think so i think because i think last of us will will hit harder with their story and that will win people over and along with their new expanded like free roam aspect like open world that they're bringing to the game so if the open world uh, is extremely inventive to the series, I feel like it will. But the thing is, Cyberpunk, aside from Keanu Reeves and all that bullshit, like it looks like it's going to be a good just playthrough, role-playing-wise. So it should have a good storyline. And if it is as innovative in gameplay and style as it says it's going to be, and... With the level of customer cre- like character creation and stuff like that, which now we don't get to see. <laughs> Anyways, um, we'll see. I think it, it's still going to be cyberpunk. And that's barring all of the Keanu Reeves, Lady Gaga, all that shit. Because that's cool. But. That's a good point. Uh, and notably, both of these developers have recently won awards. Naughty Dog did win Game of the Year for Last of Us. And CD Projekt Red did win Game of the Year for Witcher 3. So, and which is funny because they, when they're announcing a lot of cyberpunk stuff, they always keep referring to how it's going to be like uh, a Witcher 3, but more of a obviously a futuristic feel. So it's almost like two successors to game winning or award winning uh, games. It's, it will certainly be a very interesting game awards. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, how both of these games do. I certainly think that. One of the advantages of Cyberpunk is going to be the depth of the game that I can play for longer on Cyberpunk than I can with Last of Us. I feel like Last of Us isn't one of those games that I can go back and replay. I mean, it's one of those things that you could maybe replay if you wanted to like, uh, yeah, it's kind of a one playthrough. Because it's very story, it's very story driven. There isn't a lot of all story driven. Yeah, whereas at least Cyberpunk is story-driven, but it leaves room for different play styles and things because of the quest system, because it's more of an RPG. See, that's where the new integration of Last of Us could probably get there. So if they incorporate more of that, more playability in that way, then I'm saying yes. Like, I loved God of War, and it was kind of an open world, but it was very story-driven, and it was hard to replay. And so if they add more quest lines and maybe I don't know how they would do it or if they're going to do it. So we'll see. Indeed. Chugging right along here. Chugalugalug. Um, indeed. Call of Duty Modern Warfare again. Uh, so big news this week was they announced that the within the spec ops uh, game mode, there's three game modes that the game is shipping with. Single player, multiplayer, spec ops. Spec Ops is being brought back from Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2. It's a series of little co-op mini missions that you play against AI with your friends. Tons of fun. Uh, They have announced, though, within that, there's the specific survival mode, which will be exclusive to PlayStation for one full year. So random. It really is. And it's it's not even like a really awesome game mode unless they've like made changes to it because the the only time it was ever in call of duty was modern warfare 3 and it was basically just like fighting off against waves of enemies kill kills earned you points or dollars and then you could spend those dollars to buy weapons perks uh kill streaks that kind of stuff that you could use to continue to fight off enemies so not really something that i would make an exclusive let alone um yeah, I don't know. 
I, I don't know what the rationale is behind that. It doesn't really bother me because, again, it's such an insignificant game mode in the grand scheme of things. So, just that that breathing made me want to yawn. My breathing? Yeah, it sounded like you're about to yawn, and it made me just yawn. It's contagious. It is contagious. Just like uh, you. That was meant to be sweet. Kind of sounded a little gross. I was. The first thought that crossed my head was. Oh, and then as I was like maybe like two W's in, I was like, ew. Uh, I don't know about that. That was meant to be nice. Okay. For once. For once. You're super into that humiliation play. Yeah. <laughs> uh so this whole Call of Duty like supply drop microtransaction thing, I'm sure it will be in the game at some point. But I think people are getting too worked up over nothing because there's no information out there and it's all coming from a, quote, reputable leaker. What the fuck kind of a what is a reputable leaker? It sounds first of all, it sounds nasty. It's but people, second of all, people that engage in corporate espionage and hack into things or like search for things. Like, they just look at trailers and shit and they're like, oh, this is exactly what it is. Because they did the same thing. Didn't they do that earlier? And they were like, oh, everything is a PlayStation exclusive, which is not true. Like all these games. They, they said the whole Spec Ops game mode was supposed to be PlayStation exclusive before they figured out that it was just survival mode. Reputable leaker. Yeah. So I'm sure they will be in it and i'm sure it will be cosmetic items uh i doubt they will put actual guns behind that i don't think they're that stupid or desperate for money especially considering that people are looking at this game and have played this game and are considering it to be a revitalization of the franchise so i mean i'm not gonna lie i kind of said this not too long ago what'd you say that this game was going to bring it around. I felt like it was going to bring it around town, but oh, I, I said I'm it was losing too. faith. I'm losing faith, honestly, with this loot box thing. I hope it's not true. Because if there are game, if there are guns that are locked behind loot boxes that I cannot get unless I purchase them or grind hours and hours and hours just to get a stupid ass loot box to where I'm going to have a 5% chance of getting this gun, I'm going to lose it and I'm not going to buy the damn game. At the end of the day, Infinity Ward and Activision have not confirmed a microtransaction or loot box system in place of the game, and there was no placeholders for it during the beta. Hey, Jamie. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> a good it's one. all horseshit until we know it comes out. Exactly. So we'll wait and see. Wait and see. So don't get your don't get your panties in a twist. Uh, and we also got a new COD trailer at uh, State of the Play, which was pretty badass. It God. was super cool. Captain Price. Ooh. Captain Price, look at those mutton chops. I don't know. There was like, the title was overly violent. What the f Where? It was not overly violent. Like, I get the tone was serious, but there was no like blood and gore or anything like that. It was just talking about the realities of like modern warfare. I agree. It is definitely not as aggressive as people made it out to be, but it looks super good. Uh, and in the wake of all this um, speculation, for lack of a better word, about uh, the survival mode and the loot boxes, uh, developers on Modern Warfare are asking people to ease up on the ultra-dark toxic comments. People. Fucking stop being keyboard warriors. Keyboard warriors or just being douchebags? People need to follow the system of when you have something like angry to say, like if you got to type an angry email or whatever, or an angry comment, type it out, read it, then delete it. Yeah, you are assuming that these people have responsible jobs, which is I'm guaranteeing you that they don't. Probably not. Too much time and on their hands. Do, it's just like, it's so much, uh, don't get me started. People need to let this shit go. Uh, and lastly, before we move on to what's happening in gaming, we had a ton of movie news this week. So we're going to talk, talk about some movies. Uh, first off, Star Wars. Uh, George Lucas feels betrayed by Disney. 
I feel betrayed by Disney as well, <laughs> to be completely honest. Um, yeah, he doesn't like the direction that the the series has taken, and he was very upset with uh, episode seven. He he had a different vision in mind, and I think honestly, I think everyone else at Disney had a different vision in mind, uh, especially J.J. Abrams, considering he wrote out uh, the plot and scripts for all three movies. And after they made the first one, they threw them away. Fuck you, Ryan Johnson. I don't know why they're letting him make any more films. That man is a... Uh... Ugh. I don't... Tell me more, Jamie. I don't I don't know what went wrong to be completely honest. Like Force Awakens was very safe. I'm okay with that. New Star Wars, I don't need it to Rant be flashy. Alert. Rant alert incoming. Star Wars fanboy here. Force Awakens was very safe. Felt very familiar. I can live with that. Uh and then what's the name? Last Jedi, right? Yes. So, JJ Abrams did that one. And he wrote out the story arc for the entire trilogy. So we're, we got we got direction. We got a road built. And they bring in Ryan Johnson to direct Last Jedi. And they Disney, in their infinite wisdom, gives him complete creative discretion. And he throws out J.J. Abrams' story arc. All of it. He introduces characters that were not meant to be in the film. He kills off critical characters that were meant to be in the films. And he just he just dicks us around for two and a half hours. And then we watch as the entire theater goes dead silent. And everyone thinks the movie's broken. As a spaceship jumps through hyperspace, destroying a fleet of other spaceships. Begging the question, why did no one ever do this before? Oh, God. To be completely honest, it's probably one of the worst Star Wars movies ever made. I've rewatched it several times, and originally I kind of liked it. And there are a few things that I like about it, but... Overall, the more I watched it and the more I read stuff about it, the more I didn't like it. But everything around Hayden Christensen and like after, not good. I have no issues with the the prequels. I love the prequels. Eh. I love the prequels. The first one was kind of like meh. It was like background, you know, like, oh, Naboo, Sith. The second one was like, oh man, cool shit's coming. We got clones. We got badass bounty hunters. You know, we actually have Jedis and there's a Sith now and Yoda fights. So like two was like, two like teased you. And then at the end of it, they're just like, bam, drop some clones on you. And then the third movie, oh, third movie was good. I wish they had spent. I wish the third movie had spent a little bit more on the Clone Wars aspect of it and how that kind of was like, you know, made it a little bit more heavy, but it was a good movie overall. I have to say, though, Solo, not a terrible movie. I like what it set up. The actors were all great, I, you know, uh, but there was unnecessary shit like Lando and his, you know, pansexual robot. Like that was unnecessary. We don't need that. Brenna's over here just sitting back, leaning away from her microphone, making hand gestures at me. I'm cracking the fuck up. It just makes me laugh. Oh, goodness. Uh, Rogue... What does that even like? I don't understand. I don't I don't know either. Uh, according to the robot, they make it work. And... <laughs> My mind is swimming with questions. Can we have a Q&A? Yeah, just ask Japan. Uh, oh. And uh, I have to say, though, that uh, Rogue One, probably one of the best Star Wars films, in my opinion, ever made. 
a lot of people were like, oh, I didn't like it because I, you know, you just, you didn't get a chance to like get attached to any of the characters that you like met them and they all died off. And it's like, well, that's the fucking point is you're not supposed to get attached to these characters, but you're supposed to get attached to the struggle of the rebellion and see, you know, what they were all fighting for and what brought them together. Plus, if you didn't get goosebumps watching Darth Vader just cut through rebel soldiers in that hallway, oh, I have goosebumps now just thinking about it. That was a epic scene. Uh, that made me laugh too. And they just like, there was a pair of stormtroopers that just turned around and left. They could hear everything going on. Nope. Th- that was Last Jedi. Those were my First bad. Order stormtroopers. And that was Kylo Ren. Oh my fucking God. Okay, let's continue. So, uh, George Lucas is obviously a little upset. And in uh, Bob Iger's memoir, uh, he expresses a little bit of disappointment with how it turned out. And he, you know, hopes that they can do it justice in the future. So we will see J.J. Abrams redirecting and trying to salvage. uh, What is this one called? The Last Skywalker? Rise of Skywalker, whatever that means. I don't know how the Skywalkers can be rising when he died in the last movie. So... I don't know. I don't know how the emperor fits in. So many questions. Anyway, after that uh, five minute tangent, uh, Spider-Man has uh, finally returned to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Disney and Sony reach an agreement. And Tom Holland welcomed the return by posting the gif of Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not fucking leaving. So fantastic. That's was, the best way to say that, like, oh, hey, we're actually coming back. It was pretty great. Uh, so he will be back in a new Spider-Man movie next year. July 21st. Jeez, they have, like, no time to make that. They're they're going to be on it, apparently. Jesus. Which is surprising, too, considering that we just got a Spider-Man movie this year. Yeah, they must have already had something ready to go. And then it kind of got halted. And then he will also be uh, appearing in another currently unannounced uh, Marvel movie. But speculation is people think it's uh, Doctor Strange in the multiverse. And they will use that as an opportunity to bring in Spider-Man's multiverse. And they think that's how they're going to connect it with the Venom movie. And maybe Spider-Gwen as well. So then Sony can do their own thing with Spider-Man. And hopefully... All the things, yes. All the things. Um, if you guys didn't know, Doctor Strange is my favorite. I did not know that, actually. You didn't know that? I did not know that. Doctor Strange then Captain Marvel. Okay. And then I, it goes Wonder Woman, so we branch into DC. Yeah. Also, Marvel's Kevin Fang, who has been the director of numerous successful Marvel films, uh, will be directing a Star Wars movie. Which is not a bad thing. I'm on board. And then lastly, uh, I don't really want to talk too much about this because just talking about it means it's a thing. Uh, Is the Joker a dangerous film? Movie critics are saying the Joker is going to empower white nationalists and deranged individuals. And that's not at all what the movie is trying to get at. Uh, The director, Todd Phillips, and... Joaquin Phoenix have both said in numerous interviews that they are trying to get you to sympathize with the character of the Joker, but in no way are they romanticizing the violence and do no way do they not, uh, do they hold back from how deranged of a human being he is. The the whole movie has the most creepy sort of terrifying vibe where like I want to take a shower after. So in no way does that for like is that's not romanticizing something and and no one's saying that about you know the next chapter of it so i just don't i think at the end of the day they're trying to show you that underneath the joker there was a person and that's kind of it yeah i mean sure that's it's a good this is stupid 
there are more problems out there. There are actual problems, not this damn movie. If you want to talk about deranged individuals, go ahead. We can talk about that, but not it's the fucking cartoon about anything. Anyways, what's happening in gaming? Uh, as we wrap up the episode here, this past weekend, September 26th through the 29th, was the Ghost Recon Open Beta, which I meant to put above so we would talk about, and we didn't. So we're going to talk about it right now. Dang. I had a lot of fun playing it. It was an amazing game. The scenery was amazing. The environment was amazing. The enemy, the enemies were actually good and tough, and they were everywhere. Yeah, you know what? I, I adopted very early on like a sneaking and sniping sort of playthrough, and I loved it. Honestly, it was great. I I I hope they bring in the binoculars because that would be really necessary. Mm -hmm. And it, it kind of feels it feels like Wildlands a lot, but like a lot smoother. And it also feels like a little bit of Far Cry. I got I got some vibes of uh, like Ghost Far Cry Five. I got some vibes of Phantom Pain. Like some Metal Gear, just with a lot of okay. the stealth and the moving around and the interrogations and whatnot. It's like the the locking on systems, the like scanning and stuff like that. It felt very Far Cry to me, at least. And then, yeah, obviously, it did feel like a lot of the Wildlands with the driving and, yeah, er and everything like that. Early on, I definitely had to adopt a much more uh, like survivalist aspect, the, the run and hide. Uh, I, I ditched vehicles almost completely after the first 15 really? minutes or so. Oh, my God. The amount of helicopters that were flying over me and the uh, drones, like, you get detected and just shit hits the fan so fast. Because I was I was in the middle of uh, I was in the middle of getting ready to attack someone, you know, in a drone or I got in a firefight and a drone flew over. And I was like, oh, crap, it's going to detect me. And I was trying to get prone and get into cover. And I couldn't because I was engaged with a couple of these uh, Sentinel troops. And the drones scanned me. Well, once the drones scanned me, like within like, uh, you know, several hundred meter radius, any enemy that was nearby instantly got like a radio call and started heading towards my position. And I died within like 30 seconds. Yeah, see, so I'm much more stealthy than that. I literally set up... And there's oh. a great, they have a great um, sort of, what is it, uh, like feature where you can go prone camo and then you can kind of roll around. And so I will set up on every perch and then be able to one shot everyone. Well, and that's, that's what I do. I don't, I don't go into situations where I don't at least have some sort of advantage. In this case, there was a, there was two drones, security drones and three soldiers that were getting ready to execute some people. So I set up behind some trees and I, I took some shots. I took out both the drones, took out one of the guys, but I couldn't get the other two before they ducked for cover behind their, their truck. And then the drone showed up. So they both popped out of their truck and they were shooting at my tree. And then the drone showed up. And then I had a whole squad of six guys behind me. Like they were 150 meters down the road. They started running up and it just, it got out of control. I like ran I ran really far, but and then I was intercepted by another group of guys. Um, Didn't go well, needless to say. No, but there was many times, though, where I was much stealthier and I was just, I would let certain, and like, I was playing on advanced difficulty, too, so the second highest, because I wanted a little bit more of a challenge, a little bit more survival-y aspect. So there was numerous occasions where I would come across some enemies and I'm like, Not nope. bothering. Yeah, nope. there was a few times where I was like, I'm gonna walk away from that one, uh, but it feels good. the The gun system feels good. Um, customization is the fantastic. Customization, holy hell! Have you gone through the paint system? Oh yeah. Have you gone oh. through the skill tree system? Oh yeah, it's huge. Oh, it's crazy. I oh, was so doing good. I was doing a panther playthrough, so it's more on uh more on like quiet stealth, mm. and uh, I was loving it. I had some sweet takedowns. Like there was one of the clips I'll show you is I came across another two guys, two drones, interrogating some people. So I moved my way up stealthily through the grass up to some rocks nearby. I selected my flashbang grenades. So I lobbed a flashbang over the rock into the middle of the group. It went off, the robots got alert. Everyone else was like, oh God, my eyes and stunned. So I popped up, gunned down the robots, and then I stepped out from behind cover and just quickly just two tapped each of the guards. And it was the most, 
operator thing I think I did in that game. Uh, there was a few other instances. just turned off your PC. Fucking done. There was a few other instances where I had some really nice uh, sniper shots where I had, you know, two or three quick succession headshots from a distance. So it was like, the you know, by the time the first guy hit the ground, the third guy was already toast. So it was, it was fun. I had a, a five in a row. It was a pop, 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 pop. And I was like, oh, and then you just walk over there and get all your stuff, um, which is... The only thing that's kind of a little clunky for me is the like crouching, like locking onto objects for cover yeah. and then the peeking around corners, which it auto toggles and I'm not a fan of. And I would I would lose it sometimes. Like I would try to move yeah. along the cover and then it would de- detach me from the cover. Uh, so that's the only thing I, I have issue with. Um, I also had issues with the animations. I felt like the character animation was super uh, basic. Like when you, if you watch your character run, he looks very like stiff when he runs. But when stopping, they they oh, they this. sit in and they sit in full tactical position. And I I think what it was is that they tried to incorporate numerous different types of movement animations to allow, you know, for the different terrain and whatnot that it just it just didn't come together as cleanly. I'll be curious to see if it's cleaner in the full release, which is this week. Uh speaking of which, are we are we playing? Are we dropping? Oh yeah, we're dropping. We gotta, buy that. we gotta buy yeah, it then. I'll buy it. Um and I wish there were more clothes. There's, There's a ton really of clothes. Not, even in the store. No, it's not that much compared There's more, to Wildlands. There's more than you think. We just you just haven't found or unlocked them yet. I'm sure as you do things, you'll earn more. We'll see. Crafting too. Anyway, so that was this past weekend. Uh this past week, 924, we had Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 enhanced edition for console. We had Surge 2. On 9.26, we had Rage 2, Rise of the Ghost DLC. And on Friday, 9.27, we had Cone Vein, Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest 2, Dragon Quest 3, Dragon Quest 11S, FIFA 20, and Tropico 6. Uh, this coming week, very light week. Uh, most of this month is, most of the rest of the months are actually really light. Uh, October, November, December, not many releases at all. There's just, a handful of big titles. Uh, so we've got Destiny 2 New Light uh, on Tuesday and Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. Shadowkeep's an expansion. Ooh. New Light is the new free-to-play version on Steam. And on Friday, Ghost Recon Breakpoint drops. However, you can play it three days early if you pre-order the Gold or Ultimate Edition. So that is it for what's happening in gaming uh upcoming news we're working on a plethora of bonus episodes uh brenna bailed on the pc build part two so tune in Jamie for that took too long later this week i did not take too long i took you changed times on me uh we're still working on our gamer girl gathering uh all that other stuff shout outs thank you for listening that's your shout out uh and thank you to our patreons uh durka miller and patches play games and you can support the show in a numerous fashions uh for as little as a dollar you can be a patreon member and then you get all sorts of cool exclusive content you can also write us a review uh, and leave a rating on apple podcasts and uh cryptid dave actually so remember how i said his review got deleted yes so it turns out all of his reviews got deleted because oh. I brought it up and he's like, uh, yeah, let me go like check it. So he rewrote his review. Uh, five stars. He gave us five stars. Five stars was the title. And he also gave us five stars. That would have been a really dick move to call the title five stars and then to give us less. Oh, fantastic video game news podcast saying what we've all been thinking. Candid, entertaining and awesome time. Love the host. Crypt of Dave. Thank you. And that's it for this week. If you want to follow us on glorious social media, we're actually far more active on Twitter now than we are on Instagram. So you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DL Gaming News. Uh, the D-L-G-N-N are capitalized, though, on Twitter and Facebook. And if you want to follow us specifically, I'm on Instagram at DL underscore Jameson. And I am at DL underscore Mother Goose. And remember, good luck, have fun, everybody. And keep the goose loose.
closest. Hi, I'm Sebastian Azar, and I'm inviting you to the Hidden Pixels podcast, a show exploring those gaming stories you might have missed on your first playthrough, whether it's a side character's dark past or a small event that changed the entire fictional universe. We want to explore with gamers and story lovers alike. So join us every two weeks for the Hidden Pixels podcast. And if you like what you heard, subscribe and leave us a review. We appreciate all of your feedback, and we can't wait to share these stories with you. Thanks. Have you given Robots Roundtable a shot yet? This is the new show where the hosts from the Robots Radio Network podcast, all of your favorite hosts, get together every week, and they talk a little bit more deeply about some of the things going on in the games and the things that they're enjoying recently. So if you're looking for a fun show talking about games, entertainment with all of your favorite hosts, and also a really wacky competition at the end of each episode, give Robots Roundtable a shot. It's available on iTunes and Spotify and basically everywhere.